the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. It's Nick DeGilio. How you doing? It is the Nick D Podcast, and we are part of the great Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Check us out at radiomisfits.com. Check out all the really cool, amazing, varied, um, incredible podcasts. Uh, I'm so proud to be among these great podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And when you check us out, we're available at radiomisfits.com and also available on every single platform where you can get your podcasts. It's the Nick D Podcast. Uh, Please take your time to rate and review us. We want your feedback. We want to hear from you. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for listening. And we want to hear uh, your feedback. So leave us voicemails anytime you want, questions, comments. By the way, uh, coming up um, uh, Tuesday... Uh, is our next episode of For the People. That's when we have Tom Appel and Herb Weissbaum on, and they are here to help you. So if you have any questions, car-related questions, for Tom Appel for Consumer Guide Automotive, he will take any and all of your car-related questions. If you're looking to buy a car, uh, any kind of car uh, uh, worry or any kind of question about fixing a car, uh, buying a new car, leasing a car, Anti, any auto-related question, any topic related to automobiles or cars, you have a question or a problem about, we want to hear from you. You can either call us and leave a voicemail message, any car-related question, 773-417-6948. Um, and uh, you can leave an email with your uh, car-related question for Tom at nickdpodcast at gmail.com, nickdpodcast at gmail.com. So any car-related question for Tom and also Herb Weissbaum is the second guest on our um, monthly For the People segment for you. Herb is our consumer man. He is the guy that wants to keep your money safe. He is the guy that wants to answer any and all of your questions that concern consumer issues. Um, If you think you've gotten scammed, if you're worried about your identity, if you're worried about your money, or you want some tips, you want some advice on how to keep your money safe, on how to do the best things you can with your money, uh, well, the consumer guy is here. And any consumer question that you have, concern, any of that, again, Herb Weissbaum will join us. So consumer-related question for Herb, again, Voicemail at 773-417-6948. Any consumer-related question for Herb, you can email at nickdpodcast and gmail.com. Nickdpodcast at gmail.com. Tom and uh, Herb, our car guy and our consumer guy, will be joining us on Tuesday. That would be episode uh, 41. uh, For any and all of your car and consumer-related questions. So get them in there now, and we will answer all of them on the next For the People uh, episode. On this episode, coming up, Dr. Keith Lipinski is going to be joining me in the next segment. Uh, Dr. Keith, my good buddy Keith Lipinski, I've known him for years. Dr. Keith Lipinski, that's his, uh, that's his moniker that he goes by when we're talking about pro wrestling. That's right, I love pro wrestling. Uh, he is with uh, AAW Wrestling. He is a famous 
uh, knowledgeable expert on the world of pro wrestling. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of pro wrestling that we're going to get to. AEW continues to provide, I think, uh, the best content and the best product in the world of pro wrestling, blowing WWE out of the water. So we'll talk about AEW. They recently had a pay-per-view called Double or Nothing. We'll talk about that. The WWE has a pay-per-view this weekend that's right here in Chicago that's being uh, held live right here in Chicago, and that's their famous Hell in a Cell um, uh, pay-per-view, and we'll talk about that. And there's a new Japan AEW combined wrestling event also happening in Chicago at the end of June, June 26th, called Forbidden Door. So any and all pro wrestling topics and fun stuff, wrapping up Double or Nothing, previewing Hell in the Cell, and much more in the world of pro wrestling. My expert, my main man, Dr. Keith Lipinski, is going to join us to talk all things pro wrestling. That's coming up. Esmeralda always joins me, the great Esmeralda Leon. She's my partner in crime. She's the best. Uh, always have her on. She's, uh, she's the greatest. Well, we're going to be visited by our old British buddy, Slap Slapley. Yes, very good friends with, uh, with Tom Hush, who's the executive producer of the morning show at WLS AM 89. Uh, 890. Well, anyway, his good friend, Slap Slapley, is a British guy. He loves to ask us trivia questions about music. We play a little game called For the Record, and it's a, a very intense competition between myself and Esmeralda. Well, Slap Slapley is going to come by in all his British glory, and we'll have a great fun round of For the Record uh, testing our music trivia, the great Esmeralda Leon and our good buddy Slap Slapley. Great visit from him. That's all coming up. Uh, we would, again, love to hear from you. Any topic, any question, anything. Uh, and uh, we get emails. Yes, we do. Um, and uh, I have uh, an email right here that I want to share. And, again, if you want to send an email anytime, we read them all. We read them all. Uh, and we read them on the air as well or on the, on the podcast as well. NickDPodcast at gmail.com. Jane says, congratulations on a career redefined, Nick. I'm so happy to have found the podcast and hear your show again and many of your former finest regular guests. Lots to listen to again. Thank you so much. That's from Jane. Thank you, Jane. And it's going to continue. Uh, a lot of the things that people loved about the old WGN show we're doing here and new stuff. And we've got new guests and new topics and fun things. And Esmeralda is with me every show now. And uh, we're having a great time. And I want to thank Ed and everybody uh, at the uh, Radio Misfits uh, gang for allowing me to come in. Over the past uh, five months, uh, they've welcomed me with open arms, and I've had a blast doing the podcast for them, and a blast doing it for you. Uh, again, send in those emails and send in those voicemails, uh, and we'll play them. And thank you so much. I get so much support from you and great comments. It's really been a lot of fun, and it's going to continue to be a lot of fun for a long, long time to come. So, all right. Uh, oh, you know who else loves the uh, podcast? Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and I love Nick's show. I know you do. Baby. Hi, I'm Carrie I Russell, know. and I love Nick's show. Hey, join the fun. All right. All right. Uh, Dr. Keith Lipinski, some unbelievably fun pro wrestling talk is coming up. But first, congratulations. Congratulations. You're about to listen to the Nick D podcast. It's by far the best decision you've made today. It makes the other podcasts seem like crap. Oh, yeah. Don't be a jackoff. Keep looking. 
There you go. The Dr. Dr. Keith Lipinski. Keith, that is your exclusive theme brought to you by the one, the only, composed, performed, written, everything by the wonderful Jason Skaggs. Keith, how, how do you like it? I don't think since The Rock recorded a song on one of the WWE musics called Pie, his ode to female <laughs> body parts, has yeah. a wrestling-based theme song moved me so much my god that's magnificent like yeah, that wait, is something I, where new ringtone definitely bell well, me, like, poison going <laughs> to the wayside well let me one more time just so you can hear it again yeah it's a ringtone that's, that's a that's ringtone cool. And the best thing is when I do that groan, it sounds just like like Ugh, like yeah, that's there. It's, it is, it's like it's like I'm listening to myself sing in the shower <laughs> with a guitarist that's not Scott Oaken next to that's, me. So that's wow, all, that's that's magnificent. That's all you can thank the one, the only, the magnificent Jason Skaggs, who, by the way, uh, as we record this, it's his birthday today. Just turned forty six, oh. Mr. Jason Skaggs, uh, who does all the themes and the music for my uh, my podcast. Uh, and here is, he is giving me a gift for yeah. his birthday. Isn't that amazing? Tells you what what a wonderful human being he is like, yes wow, it's amazing just... he gives gifts on his birthday it's amazing that's, that's, yeah. it's, it's really uh, if yeah. there if there was a word to describe him, hero i i would agree uh keith lipitsky is a good friend of mine we've known each other for many 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 years dating all the way back to the days the simon's days when i used to work there and i used to drink there and he used to work there and he used to drink there and all that cool stuff and You've always been a, a huge pro wrestling fan, and you are part of the business now. And uh, whenever I want to talk pro wrestling on the podcast, you are my first go-to dude. And, uh, and so uh, there's a lot to talk about in the world of pro wrestling. But first, let's talk about um, AAW for a second. That is the uh, promotion that you are a major part of. What exactly is your title at AAW? It's funny because every 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 few months I hear about a new title that's being done and thrown around in the wonderful world of professional wrestling, and I just assign myself that title. I mean, okay. my, my chief role is basically uh, producer, writer, uh, director, but it's something where I would like, uh, I believe it was, it, it seems like it was five years ago, but it might have been 20 years ago, where Shane McMahon came in and he, they, he was known as the president of new media. Uh, and then, and then when AEW started, they had all these guys like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks referring to themselves as EVP, Executive Vice Presidents. So I've been using that for a while. Uh, my, I, I, at one point, I was thinking about calling myself the Cheap Brandy Officer because Brandy Rhodes, when she was with AEW, referred to herself as the Chief Brandy Officer and actually made a T-shirt for that off on ProWrestlingTees.com. But yeah. that just didn't seem as fun as the EVP. So I, I'd sit there and call myself just basically a producer at AEW Pro Wrestling. So okay. I basically find talent. I suggest ideas. I film a lot of stuff during the show. If there's something that needs particular attention to, I'll watch the show and sort of give guys direction on what to do. Uh, recently at our last show, one of the things I produced was uh, two of our big behemoths. Uh, the Shaft, who's one of my favorite independent workers right now. He's a big, huge, Bruiser Brody sort of looking fella. And Russ Jones, who's a very big, muscly guy, had sort of a pull-apart backstage. And so it was me and about seven guys wearing black shirts trying to separate them. <laughs> and it was great. Like, it looks awesome. The only problem I have with it is I run into the camera frame to separate these guys 
Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm a tall, lanky gentleman. Yes, you I are. Have, I have, I, I've had a shaved head now for about 20 years. And I've always been very happy. I'm going to be 48 in a few weeks. Uh, I've always been happy with the state of my hair. True, it's mostly gray now. But I've always been happy the fact that I still have hair and stuff like that. Literally, the camera gets my bald spot, which I've never <laughs> noticed until this time. So I'm sitting there watching the outtakes of this, and I'm just like, oh, this is great. This is a great way to realize, hey, you're getting old, is to yeah. sit there and see your bald spot. And it was something where, do they still make that can of spray on here? Is it something, or or should I just constantly just wear a hat? Like, where it's all of a sudden, I've never been a hat guy, and all of a sudden, like, I'm wearing a fedora during the course of shows, and right. does that I think, mean I, it leads I to think a that's bow gonna tie? Be, I, think, I think that once, if, you, if you've never been a hat guy and you start suddenly wearing a hat the first thing people are going to say is that guy's losing his hair yeah that's yeah. i think that's the good i think that's going to be just a clue you know what i mean i just go i go with it man you know i'm I, I, you know what I, I on the grand scheme of things of everything that's going on in society <laughs> i i, I want to think that my hair like the back state of the back like literally right. the top back of my head such a low priority and especially because i'm feeling so good after hearing that theme that yeah. like i'm 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 okay with everything but yeah i mean basically with aaw it's just a chance for me to just have my creative juices out there and see some of the best talent around and it's something where like i i physically i enjoy planning the shows just as much as i like going to them and especially yeah. if they go well like those are fantastic fantastic moments and bringing no. a lot of you know I don't want to sit there bringing a lot of smiles to people's faces. Sure. It gives me happiness, but, yeah. you know, it kind of does. And I also like talking about what we do wrong. Like, there's usually, after each show, I mean, you've done, I mean, with plays and everything like that, you just want to get feedback no matter what. Because yeah, if they're not true. getting feedback, you're just like, okay, well, I guess it wasn't good or just it was status quo. But it's something where usually right. I'll hit up well, this is- like t- 12 this is, people after this is why this is why I ask for feedback about the podcast. I go so far. We have a we you know we have a voicemail line that people can call to leave their feedback. Seven seven three four one seven six nine four eight. They can leave emails anytime. NickDPodcast at gmail Feedback's a great thing, man. It, it you can't build, you can't change, you can't make things better if you don't get feedback. Especially if you're constantly doing something wrong, like all of a sudden, if like you know, <laughs> yeah. if you find out, if you find out, like, oh, by the way, maybe don't have that lanky guy that's balding in the shots. Like, then you're right. sort of like, okay, now well, we know this stuff. Now, when I play this, uh, this means something to AAW Pro. Perwin. Correct. Oh, Absolutely. Well, it, it, it's funny. It's funny because you know, like uh, it was. It was a long time ago. I was at a WWE house show, and like I literally was sitting next to Rich Coes, and I'm like, my man. The that's first Captain, guest, the that's first Captain guest. Dustpan from the Cone Zone. No, <laughs> that's no, of the course. First, I was that, like Spenguli. He's and, the first and, guest that I ever had on my podcast. He is the 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 inaugural, very first guest that launched this podcast was Rich Coes. He's the yeah. Bill Murray of this show. Basically. He's the best. He's the best. He's, he's a great, great man. And it's funny because I'm really, really good friends with his nephew now. And yeah, yeah, I think we're losing. We lost you. And there I, you are. Okay. All right, there you are. Okay, we lost you for a second. Okay, go ahead. Sure. Okay, so uh, I've actually become really good friends with his nephew, who's also a big wrestling fan, and we're actually going to the Forbidden Door together. And no, that's not a strip club. It's the joint AEW and New Japan show. We're going to get to that in a second, which is June 26th at at the UC, and I believe I will be at that as well, my friend. Um, Nice. I'm very excited about it. Uh, And you mentioned Rich Coase. Rich Coase is one of the biggest wrestling fans that I know. Uh, He He loves wrestling. He is way into it, and he'll be thrilled to uh, hear, hear, hear his name uh, mentioned in the world of pro wrestling. Now, AAW Pro, before we get into uh, 
you know, the, the, the AEW stuff, the WWE stuff, and everything in between. Um, what's coming up? You guys are planning your next show. When's the next deal? AEW Pro Wrestling. What's the website? All of that good stuff. Definitely check out AEW Pro on the Twitter. That's probably the best place. Like basically any social media uh, outlet that's out there other than Friendster. If you check out AEW Pro, you'll <laughs> sit there and get links to our next show, which uh-huh. is going to be Saturday night, June 11th in beautiful, the beautiful, majestic Logan Square Auditorium. So yes. uh, main event's going to be Ace Steel, the former trainer of CM Punk, coming back and facing uh, Matt Fitchett in a no holds barred match. I mean, the, the pro- one of the things we have in AAW, which is, is kind of nice at times and, and not nice at other times, all our matches are no count up, no disqualification. So any match basically can be a street fight. But like, it's when we title them after our favorite Hulk Hogan movie that isn't Suburban Commando, <laughs> doesn't make it magic. So yes, we have uh, ACH, one of the, uh, without a doubt, like two of the best independent wrestlers in the world today ACH will be facing Josh Alexander uh, tons tons more to be announced over the next few weeks just definitely give us a follow on the Twitter and we usually post content every single day if it isn't matches that are coming up promos and and you like it so there's a lot of stuff that's there okay uh, AAW pro follow them on the all the internets including the Twitter and all that stuff and uh, and uh, they are out of Berwin. but the yes. next well, show the next show is in Logan Square. And so, right. Yeah. right. All right. It's, it's something like me where we're both born out of Berwyn, but we don't come back to Berwyn as often as we should. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. I'll just give this to Berwyn. There you go. Never gets old. All right. AAW Pro. Check them out on your feeds, your Twitters, and all that cool stuff. Um, okay. Before we get into the big pay-per-view from uh, last Sunday uh, was AEW's uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, out in Ve- They did that out in Vegas. Uh, we'll do a little wrap up of that, but before we get into that, well, no, actually, let's let's do that first before we get to the MJF stuff because that'll lead into it. Um, so the uh, now, first of all, how often? Because you know WWE, as uh, wrestling fans know, WWE does a pay per view, or they don't call them pay per views anymore. Now they call them what do they call them now? Special events. Special. All right. Okay. Ever since they are on Peacock, they're not really pay per view anymore. If you have Peacock, you watch them. You don't have to pay because you have Peacock. Uh, but they're like specialized events now. Um, but they have them every month. Um, but AEW does not have a pay-per-view every month. How often do they have them? Is it every three months or something like that? It's usually quarterly. It seems like it's going to be a little bit more this year with the uh, Forbidden Door that's coming up from the United Center at the end of this month. So it seems like you know they usually have one in February, then one in May. So they, they have a nice schedule for them. They usually have the All Out, which is going to be in Chicago, I believe, in suburban Chicago in September. Uh, and then they usually have one in, I think, October or November is usually when they have their final one. So they, they basically, they do a very good job, AEW, in my opinion, of building stuff up to have at those shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And then once they have it at the shows, you're just like, wow, this is great. There's so much wrestling on the show. And then after watching it, you're like, wow, there's so much wrestling. I know. That's the thing. It's true. Show. It is. It's true. I mean, they do a magnificent job building it up, and that's great because, I mean, if you only do like four a year as opposed to, you know, four or five a year as opposed to 12, um, you know, it makes a difference. You can really build stuff up. You can let things simmer. And because, Mm -hmm. you know, because they have so much talent now, um, I mean, I I was telling you uh, before we started recording that I went to the AMC River East um, on Sunday, just this past Sunday night, to watch uh, Double or Nothing, you know, in a movie theater. 
And they had it in one of those theaters that doesn't have the reclining leather seats. It was an old school, regular movie theater seat. And let me tell you something. I don't remember the last time I sat in a relatively uncomfortable old school movie theater seat for six fucking hours. But I did <laughs> last Sunday. I sat there for six hours. And yeah, um, it was a loaded card. There were great matches and an unbelievable amount of talent. And they do have a lot of talent. But man, that was long. Your thoughts on the length? It, it, it's it, My feeling on the longer pay-per-view time is this. Is if everything is really good, you can have a show that's four hours tops, and it's going to be awesome. Like they've had shows before. Like for instance, I think All Out from last year was one of the best wrestling shows I've ever been to, and one of the best pay per views I've ever seen, bar none. Period. And that seemed like it had approximately forty eight matches. The problem <laughs> I think we had with this show was the fact that it just seemed like so much. And I, you know, you want to get so much talent on the card. Like you want to sit there and have all these matches and build up to, hey, here's what we're going to be doing. And it's something where, like I said before, I think they do a good job of figuring out what the people want and how to give it to them. But like the problem is if you're sitting there and it's hour two and it feels like hour seven and yeah. you have so many t- so much time to go. Like I think even at All Out, I was sort of like, Oh my God, like this show isn't getting out till 11 and it's now 9.45. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it's one of those, and it's it, it sick, sucks to nitpick like this. It's sort of one of those too much of a good thing type deals. Yeah. I, I, I was, Sunday night, I was like, holy shit, there are three matches left. It's 10.15. And That's I was sweet. like, my God, I, you know, and, and, and it wasn't like the three matches weren't something I was looking forward to because I was. I was looking forward to all three of the matches, which is a good thing. But still, man, I mean, uh, unless River East changes their seating uh, arrangements <laughs> or puts it into the one theater that they have where they have recliners, which they're not going to do, um, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a little bit long to sit through. But there, there were good matches, there were bad matches, and there were some interesting things that happened uh, at uh, Double or Nothing. Um, uh, bef- let's get to the before we get to the whole MJF saga, which happened the, the whole you know the whole fan the weekend thing, all the shit that's been going on behind the scenes with MJF, and then you know what's been happening uh, before that, what's been happening at uh, Double or Nothing, and then what's what happened last night. We're we're taping this on a Thursday. What happened last night and the and the promo that he cut last night. We'll get to that in a second. But um, some of the matches. Um, uh, uh, let me just pull pull a couple couple of them. Uh, okay. A lot of people have been talking about the Hardys versus the Young Bucks um, and that Jeff seemed off. And Jeff seemed really off. Jeff, I don't know you know, where you stand on this. He seemed really off to the point where I was like, is this the troubled Jeff Hardy? And it didn't help that when the match was over, he jumped out and ran out of the, you know, ran out of the ring and into the crowd. And I was like, oh, shit. The last time he did that, he left the company. Um, did... <laughs> Did any did that pop into your head? So that match in general, what did you think of that match? And and what about Jeff Hardy being off? It seems sort of clunky to me, and I never like to say that about a Young Bucks match because I think the Young Bucks are one of the greatest tag teams of all time. They're and their great. stuff usually is so fluid, and yeah. and when these teams worked each other a number of years ago, and this is pre the guys going back to the WWE, it's sort of they had a short run before on the independence before they came back uh, at one of the WrestleManias, and I forget which number it is because I'm an old man now. But like, it's something where those matches were good, and this match definitely was. 
was not. I mean, it's everyone's allowed to have a bad night. I get yeah. that, but it's yeah. just something where it just seemed like something, something that was off, and it, it 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 can happen. Like you could have something happen in the course of a match that derails it quickly, or the, potentially the guys can do their best to hide around stuff. So I wasn't sure what was happening with it, but it just seemed like something that wasn't on the level of you know. It wasn't necessarily on the level of what you would expect out of a Young Bucks match in 2022 or a Hardy Boy match back in the day. Like, yeah. I, and I also think like it was something where it was on so early in the show that it was something between that and the uh, TBS Championship match between Jade and Anna Jay that it was something where like it, usually the, they don't hit two strikes in a row, and that yeah. was something where both those matches were just sort of. There, I yeah. mean, there were there were moments where it seemed like both matches had potential, but then something would happen, something would get messed up, and it just wasn't necessarily that exciting. Like, I, it, it seems like at times the show was sort of in waves, like where you know things go up. Like, I, I think I think the opener with Wardlow and MJF was good, but because of everything else surrounding MJF, it wasn't necessarily what people wanted, and sort of has with everything that's gone with MJF and yeah. Wardlow finally getting his release in his contract that's not a big deal now because right. Warlow can sit there and wrestle big dudes like he did last night on Dynamite right. where right. you know like MJF is is more of a news story coming out of it yeah. so well I mean I, I thought that the I mean I agree with you because I love uh, the Young Bucks as well and the Hardy and their Hardy's in their heyday you can't argue with that but I thought the match was sloppy and it was a little bit off uh, you mentioned um, the uh, the match between uh, Anna Joy and Jay, Jay Cargill, I thought that match was a mess. Uh, like, just an absolute train wreck, I thought. It, it, that happens sometime in pro wrestling. It, it's not necessarily anything the talent necessarily did or skills they didn't have. It's just sometimes there's a learning curve that's there. And sometimes a match like that may be a pre-show match as opposed to being on the main show, even though she is a champion. Yeah, you know, I, I I like I like Jade. I like her work, but it's just something where in the ring she's just not there yet, and that that yeah. happens. That's not yeah. sitting there saying I wish she was dead or anything like that. Because <laughs> I definitely I definitely right. don't want to say that. Right. Well, it was yeah, it was a sloppy match. Uh, but but you know what? It didn't. It wasn't too long that it was sloppy. Uh, the whole MJF thing we'll get to in a second. That match. Uh, I have to say this. Th- there was a match that I was not looking forward to because I find the storyline and the characters not interesting to me. But I thought it might have been, and it surprised me because I think it might have been the best match of the night. Uh, and that was Death Triangle versus the House of Black, which as far as storylines and that whole thing, like the whole Edge thing now and the fact that like that all of that shit with, with uh, and I hate what they're doing with, uh, with Rhea. I hate it. Uh, it makes me crazy that she's now part of this edge dark faction thing but we'll get to that um but i was really not looking forward to the death triangle house of black simply because i don't really like the characters and i don't like the storyline but god damn that match was good i mean that was a great match yeah i had i had high expectations for this like this was something i was sort of i felt this was one of those matches that necessarily didn't like going into it was sort of a side note and i think all six performers stepped up and i think all, oh. all six performers are, are tremendous in their roles i mean say what you will about the house of black and the julia hart thing at least it was something entertaining that they did with a not so member of the hart family so yeah and it's yeah. better than her being her cheerleader for yeah uh, varsity blonde well, it so, got yeah. a, it got, let me tell you something about the pop it got at the river east people went nuts when she came yeah. out at the end no and the match was amazing i mean they worked it well everybody 
did some amazing shit. The bumps were good. It was a great match. And like, and I was like, oh god, I'm, I might go out and pee for this match. And then like, <laughs> wait a minute, what the? F- I mean, it was it was one of the best matches, if not the best match of the night. I thought. Um, I, so. I would sit there and say it's it's definitely top two. We'll get to what I thought was the best match. No, let's do it. What's, what, what was your what was your favorite match of the night? Uh, the, the Anarchy uh, in the Arena was my uh, favorite match. Wasn't that insane? It was confusing. like because it was just something where I, I feel a lot like the six uh, six man tag. It was something where there was it had a natural story to it. It had a flow, but it was something where this show was more about, you know, Punk and Hangman, which obviously being the main event, it should have been. Yeah. And all the other stuff going on where it was something where I didn't necessarily feel going into it. The 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 story was, you know, amazing or anything like that, but it definitely surpassed any sort of odds that I had as being a crazy you know, spectacle and just yeah. had so much fun in it. Like it was, it was just, it was something where up to that point, I was just sort of like, you know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the six man because it had three former AEW champions in it as mm. the Lucha brothers, both were heavyweight champion. And also Brody, uh, Brody King was. Yeah. And then it was something where like, uh, Cole and Joe was decent, but nothing to go out of your way for. Britt yeah. versus Ruby was fine, but yeah. whenever those two get together, it's just never to the level you expect it to be. Well, I mean, uh, especially especially after following the greatest entrance in wrestling history, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I almost lost my shit when Rancid showed up, and I and I. I, I, I'm sure that maybe you being in the in, in the business, did you know that Rancid was going to be there? Because I did not. Did not. Did not oh, know at all. And I, it was awesome. It was it, it was, was very very cool. <laughs> it was so goddamn cool. Uh, and I, I will say again, the pop that it got at the River East uh, was 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 huge. Uh, Chicago loves its Rancid. So. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what we you know like I, you know I'm a huge fan of Ruby and and I and I love her and I thought that I thought it was a cool match. I love that she's getting more. You know, she was away from the. She was away for a while. She was doing the dark stuff for a while, and now uh-huh. she's back in the mix. And I'm glad of that. I'm glad she went that far in the tournament because I really like uh, uh, Ruby. Even though, like, apparently the crowd the other night liked Statlander much. <laughs> much well, it's under- understandable because they wanted to see something new. I mean, we've yeah. already seen this match, and we've already seen. You know, we already also seen Britt and, and Stratlander, but it's something where Stratlander has changed her character a little bit. So I think yeah. it was more people wanted to see something new. Like to me, uh, Statlander and Ruby was one of the best women's matches, yeah, uh, in America so far this year. Like that I, was that I was I an totally amazing agree. match, and the crowd match. was so into it. And even though Ruby is 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 a face, they wanted Chris yep. to win. So yep, they did. They, they did. Can I? And, and speaking of the of the women, my favorite. Uh, uh, female wrestler in uh, AEW right now is Jamie Hayter. I think Jamie Hayter is unbelievable, and I think I would like to see her wrestle every day. I think she's great. great. She's she's great. She's uh, someone you know, British British talent, product of stardom, which is without a doubt the best women's company in the world. And uh, she's been a lot of fun in AEW. And it's just I, I feel it's something where they're sort of doing the slow build for her to eventually yeah. break free. And when that happens, I'm going to be really excited because I want to see her in there with people. You know, like to be towards the top of the card would be I awesome agree. for her. I so. agree. I totally agree. I think she just every time she comes on screen, it's great. Something happens. She's great and promos but she kicks ass in the ring yes. she's fantastic in the ring um, but anyway to get back to the to the anarchy uh in the arena with danielson and ortiz kingston moxley uh and the appreciation society i i love the jericho appreciation society i love the whole i you know i'm a mark on that shit i don't care i love the whole 
uh, sports entertainment angle. Uh, the promos are hilarious. All of that stuff is good. And Jericho getting his hair cut last night was hilarious. And, and all of that stuff. And, the, you know, the Kingston, I, I, you know, the promo that he cut with the, with the bottle of iced tea that was supposed to be Jack Daniels was pretty fantastic. That's, uh, that's, got, that's real Jack. That, they, they can't <laughs> sit there. They, they can't afford that iced tea. You know how many contracts they have, Nick? <laughs> well, I mean, I thought that was great, the whole build-up. And when he came stumbling out like a zombie with a can full of gas, I was like, this is ridiculous. But my favorite moment in the entire thing, and there were great moments and and i mean just all over the place i agree with you it was probably the most entertainment se- entertainment segment and i was like who uh, who had to follow that oh it was the jungle boy and it was a, it was the uh the tag match the, yeah uh, and i was like man these poor guys have to follow that they they got to put the ring together i was just very impressed that the that the crew was able to put the ring back together and get <laughs> and and do it in record time that was pretty impressive they, 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 I, you know, I, I hate to say this, Nick, but I think they knew that something was going to happen with the oh, ring. So I think so, too. Yeah. People, potentially. Yeah. But, no, it was it was great. Like, uh, the whole thing of the anarchy in the arena match. I mean, I'm, I'm just a big old sc- – I mean, I think one of the things AEW does right, and they do a lot of things right, don't get me wrong, is the fact that they play up the Wrestling Nostalgia Act for, you know, sure. guys like myself. Yeah. And just so much blood in that match and just really, really fun violence. And it was just – it was unbelievable. And I think Eddie Kingston – is such a real true life guy where yeah. it's just like he's like, he's like every town has a guy that's like Eddie Kingston. Yeah. But all those guys want to be like Eddie Kingston. So right. it's just yeah. it's just a it's wonderful. Great. And some of the bits they did, like uh Moxley throwing a cooler in uh in in, in in Jericho's face. Hilarious. The best moment, the moment that I literally was laughing for five minutes was when he finally turned off Wild Thing by hit by by uh, Jericho by Jericho smashing the, the 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 music mixer so that was when Wild Thing finally stopped playing. That was awesome. That was that was a very good that was a very good little thing. I mean there were so many things like, you know, like uh, Daniel Garcia choking out Brian Danielson with with, you know, a belt and everything else. Like there was yeah. just so much great like Usually in matches like that that are so crazy, it's hard to sit there and be like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like, it, if anything, I felt actually watching it on the show was better than being there live because you could sort of focus yeah, on what right. they wanted you to focus as opposed yeah. to a lot of times we do brawls. And they're great for the people that are within a small radius. Sure. But, sure. like, the whole crowd is sort of like, what's going on? What's happening? Right. So, like, I mean, that you know, was something like, where. The, the, the people out in the lobby got to see all of the mustard. We got to see yes. a little bit of it. You know what I mean? All that. It was it was, I, it was, you're absolutely right. It was great. But when he smashed the music so that the goddamn <laughs> wild thing, I li- literally was laughing for five minutes at that. It was, a, it was a very entertaining match. And what they're doing with the, with the JAS, I'm all over it. I'm all about it. I don't care. I think it's great. <laughs> well, I think, I think the 2.0 guys are, are really, really great. And, and Daniel yeah. Garcia is such a fine young talent that it yeah. works very, very well. And, yeah. like, you know, I like, I like the Blackpool comeback club like i do too you know daniel uh, yep. danielson and moxley uh, are, are i'm a su- and i am a sucker for regal anytime regal does anything i'm all over it and uh it was fantastic so i, I yeah. love that all right now mj uh, mjf the whole thing uh the whole uh you know uh, controversy beforehand he skipped a fan event and uh they had to give refunds and then all right this whole thing uh the match wardlow basically just power bombed him 95 times and then he got pulled out of the ring and it was like to me the match was an afterthought. It really was. And yeah. putting Wardlow over, fine. We have a, we have another Goldberg in the in the world. Fantastic. Um, so that's I'm not a big I'm not on the Wardlow train. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not. Um, but uh, the whole MJF thing and the promo that he cut last night, which was uh, I 
I, I think more mostly work, maybe a little shoot. That's the way I feel about it. Um, what is your take as somebody who's been in the business for such a long time um, and, and knows this stuff? MJF is phenomenal. Everybody knows that. He certainly knows it. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, where, where, what do you make of all of this craziness? He's certainly the center of the biggest storm right now in pro wrestling. MJF, your thoughts? He's a wanted commodity by multiple companies. He is a very good talent. He's always been excellent on the mic. And more importantly, like, I think he feels like I think I think sometimes the best promos are always good when there is a legitimate feeling towards them, as opposed to me just saying lines or I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. Where I think potentially he felt sort of maybe a little disrespected about his contract status within the company, especially because I think he's under contract for maybe another year or so. And he's seen so many other people during that time you know, basically yeah. get contracts that probably have more money to them, but because they, you know, I, 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 the way I liken to it being a small business that grows too fast and the people that built the strong business feel that they deserve a little bit more yeah, yeah, than yeah. the people that come in that help them help the business succeed. And I, I feel it's a lot like that. And I feel, I feel also the promo sort of touched upon a lot of the, sort of critiques that a lot of people that don't like the AEW have. Like, there is a strong amount of wrestling fans that believe that Tony Khan is just a huge, huge wrestling nerd. And, yeah, he you know, is. Which, which, which is, <laughs> yeah. which, you know what? Good for him. He yeah, can be the absolutely. Best. He is king nerd. God bless him. Yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. Is, yeah. What he's done for pro wrestling over the last two years is made me give, a, you know, a rat's ass about regular American pro wrestling today. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the promo had some elements of it where, you know, like it's stuff that you would read normally on anti AEW message boards and the like. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't think, you know, my thinking I, is the fact that they had the people, well, you know, like TBS and TNT were recently bought by uh, Warner Brothers, right? Right. Yes. And the Warner Brothers people were actually at the show because it was at the forum in beautiful uh, Los Angeles, California yesterday. So it's something where it's sort of like, ooh, look how on the edge we are. And I could see Tony Khan going, now we know what we're doing here. Like, we just want to sit there. We want to sort of blur the lines and everything else. I mean, there hasn't been really a, you know, well-done-worked angle since the Sasha Banks-Naomi thing a few weeks ago. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding on that. But, no, I think... My, my my general thought is I think MJF definitely has some feelings of I deserve more money than you're paying me and I yeah. deserve to be up front and center on stuff. And like I said before, you know, like I feel that between the match he had with Wardlow and everything else, I feel that he turned it around and made this more about him and what he's doing as opposed to that match. Like that match should have been a victory lap for Wardlow and it wasn't necessarily that. No, it so. wasn't. And I, and I thought the promo, I mean, obviously for me, the promo last night, the big promo uh where he's dropping f-bombs and they shut the mic off i it was it was you know and then you know and i know that cm punk came out afterwards uh and then and then i saw footage of cm punk coming out afterwards and he well that that adds that other layer to it that right it's it's not real like here's punk trying to sit there and help this guy who's who's quote unquote shooting like a straight shooter like my favorite thing about the whole story this weekend though was there was a lot of talk that he had booked a flight out of right uh, right out of out of las vegas and you know some wrestling reporters were like i know i need something more than screen caps to believe this or like you know it has become a reoccurring joke on twitter 
Twitter over the last few days, much like the last time I was on the show, the Ric Flair capitalizes everything in his tweets <laughs> was a reoccurring joke a few months ago, where right. it's sort of like, oh, did we actually sit there? Did we get a boarding pass? Was he on, was he on Spirit right. Airlines? Right. So like, why right. is he doing this in times right. like that? So, you know, I, I think, I think if anything, it's a good next step for whatever MJF does. And if it's something where, you know, this happens all the time in independent pro wrestling. Like guys sit there and guys get bigger and then guys sit there and want to change their rate. It's a little bit different in independent wrestling, though, than it is in a major company that has contracts. Yeah. So, you know, well, I, I think <clears throat> it'll be but, interesting to see. No, I was going to say it'd be interesting to see what happens next, especially after the promo last night. Um, obviously, he's, you know, he's still going to be within the company. And, and I think they're handling it beautifully, even though it does simply remind me of what. You know, I mean, it, it reminds me very much of CM Punk. You know, like what Punk yeah. was, what Punk did, and that's fine. That's cool because that was cool stuff. And M, and, and and MJF rules, so uh, I don't I don't have an issue with it. It's just I, I find it fascinating that people were getting so up in arms. But that's the point. That's what, yes. the, what that's what's supposed to happen. So they're doing their job. Yeah, and um, no one else is doing. It would be different if like eight other talents in AEW were doing this. Where yeah, they feel sort yeah. of disrespected. It's one guy that's been in towards the top of the card so far. You know, yeah. where it's something yeah. where you know someone had mentioned on Twitter something about the AEW originals, like the guys that were there from day one, like the pillars of this company. Like so, yeah. you know, I, I I thought the promo last night was tremendous because I felt part of it was from the heart. Like yeah. no matter yeah. what, I think if you're sitting there and you're doing a promo and you have any feeling of it whatsoever it's a lot better than i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna beat you I'm gonna well beat i mean you he's you know bad. i i think he's the best i think he's the best thing right now uh in wrestling oh, i think he's absolutely. absolutely the best thing happening in wrestling right now not only amazing on the mic an incredible heel he's good in the ring uh he's the shit right now and he knows it and good for him <laughs> and, and even better even better let's sit there and say he just does this for a while where he doesn't necessarily wrestle and he just gets on the mic talking about the program and putting down the program and you know that's that's sort of a good and bad thing that can get old very very quick or maybe yeah. he just sits there and hangs out on the rafters with sting like back in when sting did it in 97 <laughs> except sting's not with him now like, no uh, no not now all right well all right okay so that's aew that's some of the other stuff now we've got a big uh, uh in chicago hell in a yes. cell are you going are you going to hell in a cell on, uh, on i am not i'm i'm currently my current job uh i have every other week i'm on call and it's something where if i'm on call i sort of have to drop everything and oh take care i got gotcha. work stuff yeah. so it's something where if i wasn't on call i i potentially would want to go to the show even though our universal heavyweight multi-time champion roman reigns is not on here yeah so. i don't i i don't i i, I gotta tell you um i'm loving the whole bloodline thing i'm sorry i do i love it i love you that know, they you, got i love that they got all the gold i'm loving what's going on with the usos i'm totally into it i'm loving roman reigns right now all of that shit i'm out i'm i'm 100 percent on board with it even with his new uh, really good schedule where he doesn't necessarily have to work like you well, know the b-towns like chicago <laughs> well no i'm just saying in terms of the, like the product they're giving me on television i guess uh so like when they tore up when they made kids cry a couple of weeks ago i was fucking all over that <laughs> I was no, I, I get it. I, 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 too, also love children crying, especially yeah. if they're my own. So, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think the other thing that I've liked about it recently was the Sami Zayn part oh, of it. Like, him trying to be part of it. Like, he, he does so much with what they give him. He's like, so it's, good, it's amazing. Man. It's amazing. And yeah, speaking of Sami Zayn, I mean, look at, like, I mean, this whole... By the way, Kevin Owens, for the past, I don't know, what, five months... 
even more than that. But Kevin Owens is a goddamn—he is a—he's an all-star as far as I'm national concerned. treasure right there. He, even he is a goddamn—he's a hero. He saves everything. This whole uh, Elias thing, the Ezekiel <laughs> thing, is hilarious. And you know, like even the uh, uh, the, the the academy uh, with the, with the uh, uh, shush uh, those guys. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the the guy who, who's not Kurt Angle, but goes shush. Uh, you know. Uh, oh, the American, the uh, American Eagle guys. The Academy. Uh, Amer- the Academy. The, yes. The, yes, those guys. The Otis and the Chad Gable. Yeah. Yes, those guys. Uh, even they're over, and I think most of that has to do with the fact that Kevin Owens is so great. Uh, and the Kevin Owens, you know, f- for me, uh, for the for the for the for the pay per view this weekend, the match I'm most excited about is Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel. That's the okay. that's the match I'm most excited about. That, and there's nothing wrong with that because yeah. it's something. Imagine if they would have given that match to anyone else or that storyline for anyone else. I don't think anyone could be as compelling in it no. as Kevin has been on that segment. No, absolutely and it's been, not. You know, like can you imagine if it was Edge before he became all evil and yeah. was bringing back oh. Judgment Day? Like See, you and- know. That whole thing, like, I don't care about that match at all. Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley, uh, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Liv Morgan, despite the fact, I'm not a big Damian Priest guy, but despite the fact that all of those guys, all of those people, our performers are good, I'm especially a fan of Rhea, and I hate the fact that, like, she's not coming out to her own theme song anymore, she's part of this whole dark Edge faction that's all a bunch of horseshit that's been done a million times for me, and I'm not looking. I think looking you're just upset it. that we don't get Edge's awesome song anymore, like the <laughs> yeah. "All This Day." Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a jam. All right, so I'm not looking forward it's to that. I, I don't care about the MVP uh, Omos Bobby Lashley thing. <laughs> Haven't cared about that forever. Um, the whoa, uh, the I, I am looking forward to um, the uh, the three way between the, uh, the the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Bianca. Uh, Asuka, because I'm glad she's back, and Becky Lynch, who just rules. Uh, yeah, so I that's think that, be good. that's going to be a great match. Hell in the Cell, how many times is Seth Rollins going to have to job for Cody? How many times? This, uh, three, I, I guess. Three pay-per-views I, in a row where he's going to job for Cody Rhodes. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I think, if anything, like those matches have been the best parts of those last two shows, so I, I can yeah. I, I would think that it would be here as well, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Like It's a, it's a good-looking show on paper, although at times it does seem like sort of like a house show, and that's, yeah. that's the problem you have when your champion is part-time, and now that, that Reigns is part-time. And you know what? Good for Reigns being part-time. Like, well, he, he carried the company forever. I mean, bingo. That's yeah. the thing, you yeah. know, like he, and, and he can off. come. Maybe he can become the part time champion of the world where they bring back other part time champions and have them wrestle him. So you can Listen, sit there and say, it, if Brock Lesnar can get away from do, get away with doing that for fucking years, let let, let Roman Reigns has worked his ass off. Let mm-hmm. him have some time off. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. It's like the Hulk Hogan strategy of the 90s where he would sit there and go away for a while and then come back and be hot stuff, go away for a while and come back, but he never held the belt. So imagine yeah. if Hogan yeah, held yeah. Like, the WCW belt and was gone for a while, like making, you know, like, uh, uh, what do you call it, one of those three ninja movies at Magic Mountain with Lonnie Anderson. Like, right, it's, right, right. It's, it's, right, it's right. good stuff. Like, right. I can't believe, though, we've gone this far and we haven't talked about uh, CM Punk winning the AEW championship. Yes. Because right, well, I'd let's... rather talk about AEW than WWE. Yeah, no, but... well, I just wanted to preview the card for Sunday. I'm going to watch it, and we can talk about that some other time. Uh, and then, uh, but I do want to mention very, very quickly, as you mentioned, uh, the pay per view on Sunday, the 26th, is uh, New Japan Wrestling uh, with AEW, a combination, huge pay per view, sold out in minutes. Uh, and I mean, 
I mean, that's 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 pretty massive. Uh, that that this is a pretty massive event. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I mean, it was. It, it, I think it's pretty cool that it's happening in Chicago, big town for AEW, huh? It is. It is. I mean, it's a great wrestling town. Period. The best wrestling fans in the world live here, uh, yep. and I can I can say that because they'll all be at the Logan Square Auditorium on June 11th. But ah uh, uh, yes, yeah, they they are <laughs> it, the Chicago rules, and it's, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. No talent announced, other than the fact that it would be more of a proper New Japan show than uh, than and also AEW involvement. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to the show. And they already announced it looks like it's going to be Hiroshi Tanahashi, who has been sort of the guy in New Japan pro wrestling for the last 12 years. He'll it looks like that he'll be facing CM Punk, which Yeah, is they set a, that up last night. Dynamite match. And then there's also talk, I believe Dave Meltzer, uh, Okada who is basically uh, possibly the best Japanese talent to come out of the last 20 years, and he's the IWGP uh, third-generation champion, it looks like he's going to have a singles match against Hangman Adam Page, which plays in his story of potential redemption where he doesn't right. necessarily have to win, but he'll have a pretty kick-ass match there. All right, your thoughts on CM Punk. He is now uh, the AEW champion. Uh, your thoughts on the match, your thoughts on that angle, your thoughts on him having the belt, and what's next? I thought I thought the lead up to the the match was okay. It wasn't necessarily the home run that I thought it would be, but I I think given the fact that both guys are sort of you know baby faces in this case, like it was something where it was tough to sit there and get people to boo one another. But I thought yeah. the approach that Hangman had, I thought was very very good. I thought the match was very very good. I thought it I was better too. than I expected, especially yeah. because you're just like. I've been watching wrestling now for four and a half hours. Like, no matter what it is in life, after four and a half hours, it's sort of... Like, right, if, if, right. if there was a five-hour David Cronenberg movie, even you, Nick, would just be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking tapping right, out. This is right. too much. But no, it's very solid match. I mean, Great there match, might have yeah. been a few miscues here or there, but yeah, it, I mean, it, it told it, you a know, fun story. It was, it was, you know, I mean, you know, there's just a... a we, we learned that uh, despite trying twice, there is a move that CM Punk can't do. Uh, but Adam, Adam can so that. Well, then, then also it was the night of all the bad sharpshooters, where yeah. basically oh, everyone yeah. that loves Bret Hart <laughs> yeah. or or potentially Ricky Choshu or Sting right, right, right. totally forgot how to do this. And I believe this was one of the first moves I taught my son when he was five years old because was, it's very a, very it's simple to do it, yeah. but you want to make it look good. Otherwise, it doesn't do it at all. Uh, so what, what's going to happen now that CM Punk has the has the belt? Is he going to stay face? Is he going to go heel? What's going to happen with this belt and CM Punk having it now? I. Think I think I think you'll see I think he'll go face and I think he'll have a bunch of people come up to him and I think I think it's basically you're going to see Punk working guys he wants to work which will get him excited which will make the matches really really good like that yeah. match he had against uh against the FTR guy uh against yeah. Dax uh yeah. I always want to call him Dax Shepard after right. our favorite right. member right. of parenthood uh yeah. but yeah like uh I think I think Punk is in a great position right now where he can do necessarily what he wants and he could have matches against other baby faces and they could be fun. And he could also have matches with heels that have storylines that could also be fun. So I'm really looking forward to yeah. this as they're referring to it on the interwebs these days, the summer of punk number three. So yeah, go. it's it's yeah. it's great. I'm very proud I'm very happy for him. Like it's, Me too. it's Me too. for someone that cared so much about pro wrestling and hustled so much only to sort of walk away from it. It was sort of cool seeing him crying like a little girl after his match. I'm kidding, I, I'm kidding. No, uh, it yeah. was it was an awesome moment. Like and it, it was, was. 
cool the fact that he got there and like I agree. He, I, I agree. It greatly. And and I and I thought, you know, like uh you know, I know he came back in August, so it was almost a year. What was it nine well it was it was birth. It was nine months <laughs> uh before he got the belt. And I thought that that was cool that it took that long because I assumed immediately you know, as soon as he got to the company, within two months, he was going to have the belt. You know what I mean? I just thought Some, that was going to happen. Sometimes it's the chase that's more exciting than yeah. when you actually get the belt. Yeah. And in this case, uh, in this case, the the chase was was decent, but then this was even better. Like this yeah. is a little sweeter. And then potentially you could go back to an MJF feud if you want to, or sit there and just have him have really really fun matches. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm excited about that. I think there's a lot of opportunity with AEW, and I just think it's a matter of just editing to get it to be the best. Kind company out there as opposed mm-hmm. to making it you know just just do one thing don't make watching pro wrestling a chore because yeah. then people will not be watching i agree i agree and although the you know the the, the pay-per-view i thought overall was it was it was great it was too long uh, but what they're doing on wednesdays and what they're doing on fridays i haven't been i have not been excited to watch wrestling on tv uh this much in years like it's right. been like i look forward to wednesday night I even look forward to Friday night, and I know that's only like an afterthought. It's not live usually, and it's only an hour. But live Friday, this week, though. Live yeah, it is week. live this week, and it was live last week, too. I mean, the, the Ruby Soho thing happened last week. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, even though I don't know how many people were watching it because of the goddamn hockey game, because <laughs> it was on at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but anyway, um, but yes, yeah, so no, I'm, I'm loving what's happening in AEW. And, uh, you know, I still watch uh, WWE despite the fact that most of the product is not that great, and I'll be watching Hell in a Cell on Sunday. Uh, before we let you go, one more time, AAW Pro, follow on Twitter. And again, the next event, when and how can people get tickets? You definitely can go to – I definitely check out the Twitter because the Twitter has everything. Like, you know, it's basically in the last – you know, I would say in the last decade, this has become basically the biggest promotional tours, uh, tool that a company has. So yeah. check out AW Pro on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, we're at AWPro.com. Okay. Which that's good, I find. Yeah, AWPro.com. All right. I think we just, we lost key. Finally, ticket oh, and get tickets for our show. Uh, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Tickets, tickets I'm for sorry. the show. Yes, you can definitely go uh, go to the Twitter, and there's uh, links on how to get it there. It's basically through the t- Ticket Leap service. We have uh, four matches that have currently been announced, including uh, our, our good guy, Big Beef, who is a really great up-and-comer facing Mike Bennett. Both guys right now are 0-2 in AEW, so this is going to be a big test for both of them to see. Cool. And they've had fantastic matches. And as I mentioned before, Josh Alexander versus ACH is an independent wrestling dream match. I'm looking forward to that. The yeah. main event, no whole Holds barred, much like the Hogan movie, uh, between Matt Fitchett and Ace Steel, and so much more. So definitely right. check us out, and we're we're definitely happy to bring the best pro wrestling, independent pro wrestling, to Chicago. To Chicago, out of Berwyn. That's right. Thank you. Um, AAW Pro on Twitter. Get your tickets uh, and uh, check them out in Logan Square. Uh, Keith, uh, always a pleasure. Before we let you go, I'm going to give you this. <laughs> Keith All right, Keith. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. All right. See you later. <laughs> Keith Lipinski, uh, everybody. Uh, Dr. Keith Lipinski, AAW uh, Pro. Uh, follow him on Twitter and get your tickets. Uh, great stuff. Great independent company. Fun talking wrestling with him. We do that every once in a while. All right. Hey, you know what we do every time? We talk to Esmeralda, but it's going to be a special Esmeralda because we got a British guy who's going to screw everything up. No, I'm kidding. Hey, let's hear that theme. Esmeralda. 
Esmeralda theme that we all love. Hi, Esmeralda. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Hey, you know, I don't mean to break the uh, the illusion here, but we actually record. This is Friday morning when you're when this is posting and people can hear it. But we kind of I don't want to blow the illusion, but we record on a Thursday. And the reason I bring that up, Esmeralda, mm-hmm. is because today is Jason Skagg's birthday. I did. I saw that. Yay! Forty-six years young, <laughs> Jason. Skaggs. I know he looks good. He looks fa- well. Take it easy on that. I'm fifty-six, so you might want to calm down. On oh, he you looks look good. terrible. <laughs> you know, one does not negate the other. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, Jason Skaggs, who who composed that theme, who we debuted a new theme for Dr. Keith Lipinski that uh, that uh, Jason uh, uh, did as well. It's his birthday, and he is. The contributions yes. that he does to this show, he doesn't get paid. None of us get paid to do any of this shit. Uh, but he does such great work. So happy birthday. Happy 46th birthday to the one, the only, the great Jason Skaggs. Happy birthday, hey. Jason. All right, Esmeralda. Hey, I had a really nice date with your boyfriend the other night. I heard. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, we went to go did see he buy docu- you dinner? <laughs> he did not. <laughs> wow. Uh, we went to go see the, doc- the documentary <laughs> about the band Dinosaur Jr. Uh, called Fruitsy. Nice. And it was fantastic. Good job. Fantastic. Yeah, because I would never have gone. So No, and it was really funny. <laughs> I, I noticed as I was waiting, you know, this is a movie about, you know, the band Dinosaur Jr. And I don't know why I was shocked that 90% of the audience was made up with fat old guys with white guys with beards like me. <laughs> And I, so I wasn't wow. surprised. I was like, wow, look at all the fat old white guys with beards. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm seeing a movie about Dinosaur Jr., so that makes sense. But it's terrific if you're a fan. And, uh, and, and, nice. I, and, I, and Colin enjoyed it. We had a nice time. Talked a little bit, saw a great movie. It was fun. Very nice. It was fun. I'm moving in, uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, Esmeralda, just so you know. Oh, sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. I'll leave. It's fine. Uh, very quickly, <laughs> before we bring in our special guest, and it's been a while since our special guest has sailed the uh the the submarine from uh the uk to our waters mm-hmm. here in chicago mm-hmm. slap slapley is going to be joining us for a round of uh, for the record um we do have a, a quick email you know the last time we were talking we were talking about ridiculous and horrible board games you remember esmeralda mm-hmm. like yes. big bigfoot the game and yes. the joan <laughs> london let's be safe out there game or whatever the hell yeah. it was called yeah no <laughs> let's be safe out there <laughs> miles our good friend miles horton who's married to uh jen bobsworth ramirez uh, oh. you know, our, our old friend Jen. Well, her husband yes. Miles, who has been a ridiculous fan of mine for maybe twenty-five years or so, uh, sent a, 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 an email that said, "No discussion of board games can be complete without mentioning Dealer McDope." Are you familiar with Dealer McDope? <laughs> does it does it have um, crime the crime dog? Oh no, no. Dealer McDope is a game that you play no. with a bunch of people while blowing weed. Oh, like a re. Yes, like, like a, you really like a... sit around the table and you smoke pot and you play this game, which is all pot-related stuff. It's a board oh, game. It's, a... Oh, it's okay. like a, instead of a drinking game, it's it's a it's a toking game. 
I see. So, yeah. Anyway, Miles was like, you got to mention Dealer McDope. So I'm mentioning Dealer McDope, which I've played many times with my idiot friends. So, <laughs> And I don't know how much that's right. going for. I don't know how much that's going for on uh, on eBay, but uh, I think it's it's a pretty it's a pretty fun game. We actually altered it because I'm not a real I'm not a pot smoker. But at, mm-hmm. at one time, as you know, Esmeralda, I'm an alcoholic, so I enjoyed liquor for a long time. So we would yes. sub we would sub the smoking with drinking. So we made so it. So yours drink. is Dealer McBooze. Dealer McBooze. <laughs> well, in my case, Dealer McWater at that point in my life. Uh, so anyway, so Dealer <laughs> McDope. Miles wanted us to mention Dealer McDope. So there it is. Got it. Okay, Esmeralda, are you ready for a visit from? beyond well not be he's not dead <laughs> he's not a ghost <laughs> he's not a ghost he's just well let's see when, but when i he's do just play across the ocean he, but all. when i when i do play his music he does appear so it is kind of ghost-like so let's True. see what happens are you ready esmeralda yeah all right Hello! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 there he is. There he is. Rather. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, He's always goodness. excited. You're always so excited to be here. I'm, oh. I'm happy to hear it. But, you know, we're just yanking you from wherever you're, whatever you're doing. Well, right. And we're, so I'm, I'm, and we're not only yanking him, but we're also Yankees yanking him. See, you see what yeah. I did there? You uh, see how there I. There you go. Uh, yeah. Nicholas, you cad. <laughs> You absolute cad. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I don't know if uh, Slap's ever experienced. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, and oh, hi, I Carrie. love Nick's show. Yeah, I know. Hi, I'm oh, Carrie yes. Russell, and I love Nick's yeah, okay. show. Yeah. She likes to She Slap, she in. interrupts. She, she rings my back door, the doorbell, and I have to let her in. And then, you know, so she stands out there all the time, so we have to let her in. Of course, you can't leave Carrie Russell out in the rain. No, you That's cannot. True. That's no, true. not like and like the cake in MacArthur Park. You see how we're going, man? That was a connection right there. Slap we went to. Unbelievable, oh. unbelievable. Huh. Well, you know she's a bit like a vampire, isn't she? Well, you have to invite her in, you know, right. you have to allow exactly. her to come in, and then exactly. she'll tell you how much she loves your radio show. That's and right. And then. <laughs> The, the next thing you know, I think I broke my ass. That's it. All right. Um, <laughs> so, Slap, how you been, my friend, my buddy, my old pal? I've, not too bad, Nick. Not too bad. You know, it's funny. You played my theme, and of course, I felt the uh, the cosmic forces coming from around everywhere, <laughs> you know, pulling me into this into this <laughs> show. I was actually just with my good friend Kate Bush. Oh wow! The, the, the really, singer. she's she. She must be thrilled with what's happening to her now uh, because of that goddamn stranging, stranger thing. Yeah, I mean, there we were, standing in line to go see Top Gun Maverick. I, oh. I mean, it's my fifth time going to see it. Oh, and uh, she's telling me about all these Gen Z kids just, you know, playing <laughs> that, that song of hers. And she's written about, what was that, nearly 40 years old. Yeah, yeah. And she's, she's telling me all about it in that little helium voice of hers. <laughs> and then oh, and now here I am. And now I, wow. I, I was looking forward to watching the film with her. But, you know, we can go to the cinemas anytime. That's fine. Sure. You're sure. going to have to send her a message like, hey, sorry. Yeah. I, I did you a favor. Now you don't have to sit through that piece of shit Top Gun. Oh, oh Nick. Come on. <laughs> By the now. way, I, you know, I saw that movie sitting next to your friend, uh, your old buddy, Tom Hush, who is the executive oh, producer. I, I, He's the executive producer of the morning uh, show on the WLSs. 
Yes. Yeah. And, uh, How and, is the old boy? How well, is the old evident- evidently he was drunk because he liked the movie. Uh, well, so you I, know he. T- <laughs> He tends to be drunk at about nine in the morning. So, How you did know, you know that we that saw it that early, be... Slap? How did you know we saw it that early? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you know, he and I, he and I chat. He and I, I see. have little okay. text conversations. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he tells okay. me, and he said, he says to me during that day, he call, he, he sends me a little text message, uh-huh. and he says, I don't know what's wrong with Nick today. And I said, What is it? He says he didn't even like Top Gun. I was no. like, Well, uh, Tom, Tom, my old pal. Remember, he's not a big fan, not a big fan of Top Gun, and I and he just wouldn't hear it. So I just yeah. stopped talking to him for the last yeah. two weeks. Okay, well, good for oh, you. Oh wow! In solidarity. <laughs> in solidarity. Well, I can't turn turn a, a, a tur- go turncoat my friend Nick D. I can't no, do that. Can't do that. <laughs> no, you can't never. back the ma- you can't back the Maverick. You can't do that. Well, right. personally, well, I mean, five times in, I think yeah. it's I think it's quite good, but right, um, well. could have used more British pilots. Really? Yeah. No British pilots. You know, you know, I think it could have yeah. used more of uh, more of end credits. That should have what been the whole thing. Wow. Oh, God. oh yeah. When was Doctor Strange supposed to show up? Oh, they usually another, do that at the end of films another, now. You know. Another stupid ass movie. All right. Um. Anyway, hey, there's a new David Cronenberg movie coming out. Slap. I don't know if you're interested. He's Canadian. He's not British. Um, uh, well, you know, they're part of the Commonwealth, the same. But same <laughs> yeah, thing, you know? but it's really, really, really good. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, really, you know, as really long good. as long as it's as good as that movie where they have sex with cars or whatever. It, that think, would be called uh, Crash. It's ah uh, uh, yes, starring Halle yeah. Berry and Matt no, Dillon. No, and, no, oh. that's the, no a different. That's a different Crash. That's a, oh, the, so there's not a film yeah. where Matt Dillon has sex with a Corvette. I would watch that. Okay. I think well, I, I think everybody. I think we've got our next watch picture. That too, right? we can. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we've all caught up, we play a game every time Slap is on because he's the greatest host ever, mm-hmm. and we play a game called For the Record. And Esmeralda, we love this game, do we not? Mm-hmm. It oh, is of a, course. It is a music trivia game that covers like the '80s and '90s and all kinds of other cool stuff. And then we play for uh, not just bragging rights, Esmeralda, but usually a couple of mm-hmm. million dollars, right? Yes. And uh, and, uh, and a ride, a ride in a car. I believe uh, today it's a it's a it's a 1986 Ford Escort, which is the car that oh. I own for most of my. I think it's my old car, so it's my, it's a 1986 Ford Escort, and it will be driven today usually by a person. Who's, oh, you know what? Let's do this. You know who the prize is? It's it's uh, it's Fred Ward. Fred Ward is is our is our uh, oh, will be our yes. will be our driver. Uh, He's a so. good driver too. Usually... I've seen. Do we usually get to keep the car? No, right? It's just the di- it's just a joy ride. It's a joy ride with Fred. <laughs> well, listen, I don't care what the vehicle is. If we're hanging out with Fred Ward, that's a good day. So agreed, absolutely. Yeah, agreed. He's yeah. the best. Yeah. Okay. So that, I guess that's what we'll win: twenty million dollars, an eighty-six Ford Escort ride with Fred Ward, and nice. you know what? Put what Ray Liotta will be in the back. Oh wow! You know, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what Johnny Depp just won in that settlement. <laughs> Wow, way to be timely, my friend. There you go. Thank you. Oh, Thank that's you. That's very good. Very, very good. Okay. All right. I'll give you asthma. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, Slap, are we ready? Um, oh, yes. I'm okay. ready to go. Yes. Hold on. Let me get my thing ready. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, uh, phrasing, Sorry. Nicholas. Phrasing. Out of context. We don't it's do not... out of context anymore, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I'll get my thing it's ready. It's not always ready, I would no, assume. Not... Oh, man. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Hey, I hey said, hey, Esmeralda, I said earlier I'm 56, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, take, so that for, yeah. take that for what it's worth, okay? Oh, I'll tell you. I'm We're going to be jump, here a while. Jumping back into your Rodney. <laughs> um, okay, so let me... <laughs> 
All right. So I'll keep score and uh, slap. Take it away, my friend of 98 years. 98 wonderful years. All right. So uh, because this is the way it goes, ladies first in my book, we're going to yeah. start with Esmeralda. How are you, Esmeralda? I'm doing well. Very good. Very <laughs> groovy. All right. Uh, the, your, your category is the 80s. Oh. The 80s. Mm -hmm. The era that brought you John Hinckley Jr., Jesus Christ. who is now oh, yeah. free. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the 80s. All right. Uh, here's your question. How many times is the word flashdance used in the 1983 hit song Flashdance, What a Feeling? Now, here are your options. Is it A, 32, B, 7, C, 1, or D, 0, 0 times? Zero. Wow. Let's see. Let's. Oh, you are correct. Wow. Very good, Esmeralda. Well, I'm Wait, thinking you know of the song, uh, and I'm like, they don't me, say flash dance let me use, in that let me damn use song. That's, yeah, th 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 we'll use that if you win, if you get it right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. You know, and, and now, now Carrie Russell's out the back door. Now she's banging on the door. Now, but that's anyway. Okay, so <laughs> that you, you answered that one in this time. You answered that one definitively, Esmeralda. Very yeah. impressive. Well, because I was just it. like, no, that has to, that I've never heard that damn word in the song. So was was flashback a big hit in uh, in the UK? Uh, slap. Flashback. Well, uh, Fla flashback was. Uh, uh, no, did I say flashback? Film, you know? Did I say flashback? <laughs> yes. Did I? Oh yeah. shit! Fla I'm sorry. I was thinking of my what I'm hap what's happening in August as I go back to the flashback convention. And Esmeralda, you will be there as well because we are. By the way, slap. We're going to be doing the podcast live from the flashback oh, weekend. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yes. Uh, so that was what was in my. I meant flash dance. Slap. Was it a popular flash movie? dance yes i mean it was it was a bit of a double-edged sword though because it was a wonderful film but the only problem was is that all of a sudden there was a, a rash of youths running around london and just pouring buckets of water on people <laughs> oh, and expecting oh, wow. them to start dancing and everyone was wearing leg warmers right now they were pouring buckets of water on on that on people but that didn't but it wasn't giving attention to ms so it wasn't. No, it wasn't, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was right. not giving. <laughs> okay, I just went. <laughs> not yet. Not no. yet. That, it would take <laughs> no, a few years for that to happen. Okay. Yes, uh, that that was later. Okay. Late to later. It's a lot of soggy people. <laughs> well, well I mean, we're British. We're usually yeah. quite soggy. Um, <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, one to for nothing. Your yeah, one one to nothing. All right. Uh, let, yeah. Are you ready for your category, Nick? My category. Yes. Yes. Your nineties, right? Yes, the 90s. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here oh, we go. this one is sponsored by Monica Lewinsky. In 1995, <laughs> the girl group TLC had a chart topping hit about che a cheating man. A chart topping yeah. hit about a cheating man. Yeah. Name that song. Was it A, Creep? B, Wannabe? C, The Sign? Or D, Waterfalls? TLC. Wait a minute. Swear to God, Nick, if you don't know this. Wait a minute. What? What are the? Wait a minute. All right, I'll, I'll, a little bit slower Hold this on. time. Yeah. No. 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 Wait. Swear to God, Nick. <laughs> no. No. I should know this, but I'm now. I'm now. I'm thrilled because before you gave me before you gave me the four choices, there was a different move. There was a different song in my head. Oh. There was a completely oh, different well. song in my head. Uh, oh, and boy. Esmeralda, I think you know what song was in my head. Mm, which is not no, part because. Of, because Go with the I know the answer. Tell me the so. four. Tell me the four again, Slap. All right, your four options are A, creep, B, wannabe, C, the sign, or D, waterfalls. 
Well, uh, well, it's it's either A or D. Um, I, I I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go A. I'm gonna go uh, creep. I'm sorry, Nick. That is incorrect. It's, oh wait, hold on. No, it's correct. Wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, no, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, okay. Um, all right, Pardon so me. Correct. I now, was. Now You're here's killing the, me, Nick. Okay. No, 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 no. I mean, I obviously it wasn't because I know waterfalls is not about that. But creep Mm-mm. to me was about them creeping. Was yeah, about but TLC he was creeping, creeping because he was creeping. Oh, all right. Okay. Now you know, but you know which what was the Scrubs was the song that I was thinking. Oh, but that's yeah, not about no cheating. Scrubs, yeah. Oh, see, I thought it was Scrubs. I was gonna say, and I was gonna be a real smart ass and go, I don't need the four multiple yeah. choices because uh, it's scrub. I was actually no, gonna go. No, oh, I thought it was, Scrubs okay. is not about cheating. No Scrubs is about the starting a relationship with someone that are essentially just getting hit on by uh, useless men. Yeah, by some dude who doesn't have a job, <laughs> by some jagoff. Exactly. Right. Okay, but I, I thought really... it was about working in a and... hospital. <laughs> right. There's but I one thought, little I... part, and then they took it out. So yeah. But I, but I thought, like, I literally, I, for me, creep is like them creeping. That's why I thought that, because, I mean, the video, I love that video, some of the, oh, the silk. No, uh, the it's silk, about the silk a guy... Oh. A guy cheating, and then so she cheats on him. Okay, all right. All she's right. looking for affection. I just heard this song today. So. Well, because the song the song rules and TLC rules. So, all right, slap. I did okay on that one, huh? Yeah, I, I personally, I I thought barely it was referring to the Radiohead <laughs> barely. song. Barely. Oh, I see. I really uh, did the, the Radiohead wrong. song "Creep." Okay. All right. Are you not familiar, right. Slap? Are you not familiar with the work of TLC? Um, I, I mean, I've received a lot of TLC over the oh, years, but uh, haven't haven't heard <laughs> as much as I probably uh, should have. Probably. I, yes, uh, yes. If you want to continue, if you want to continue to be friends with me and Esmeralda, I believe you need to buck up on your uh, on your TLC consumption. Yeah. So if you want me to be a host, I got to get with your friends. You know? That's well, yeah. That's your not a yeah. song. But yes, yeah. Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, very good. Okay, uh, one to one. Ooh, tight game, slap. Very tight game. Let's uh, go around the horn and everybody tell us your your name and occupation. Uh, Nick, what's your name and what's your occupation? <laughs> I can tell you my name because I don't really have an occupation right now. Thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> you can say contestant. Game I can show say what? Contestant. All right, I can say yes. My name is Nick DiGilio, and I am a game show contestant. Yes, very good. And and Esmeralda, what's your name and occupation? Uh, es- Esmeralda, uh, I walk dogs. There you go. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the game. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was trying to. Be the uh, worst to bring in a game bit show of... contestants ever. Yeah, I'm trying to. You have know, because they're always fun, like. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. No, and they I always have like that little thing about themselves, and it's and it's so it always cracks me up because like you have a book collection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do the Pat Sajak thing where he goes up to the Wheel you of are. Fortune um, contestants and he's just like, "Oh, uh, your name is Jim, and you have four thumbs." You know. Oh, something okay. Like that, All right. You, know? you threw me. I, oh you wow. Th- you threw. You threw. I think you threw us on that one slap. Well, but we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do it next time. We'll do it better next time. <laughs> you got, sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Right, we'll try uh, again. Uh, Esmeralda, your category is real name. Oh, speaking of names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of names, uh, we got to see uh, if you can tell me the real name of this artist. 
What was Guns N' Roses guitarist Izzy Stradlin's birth name? Birth name. Izzy Stradlin from Guns N' Roses. Here are your (laughs) options. Is it A, Tommy Nelson? B, Timothy Michael? C, Matt Davis? Or D, Jeffrey Isbell? Hmm. Um, So this is Izzy Stradlin from Guns N' Roses. Um, I'm going to go... Timothy Michael. That is incorrect. It is oh. Jeffrey Isbell. I I was thinking, yeah, then it would be a playoff, but ah. <laughs> that's the way it is. That's the way the cookie. I met crumbles. the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. I met the drummer once. Oh, what was he like? Matt Soren. Uh, he was no. Was he sober? The original. The original drummer. Oh, Steve, uh, ass is, what's his ass? Steve Adler? No, Steve. Uh... Yeah, yeah, Steven Adler. Yeah, Steven Adler. Um, we had dinner. Oh, Not like a date. Goodness. It was like with other people. Yeah, uh. it was It was really, really weird. He does, he like went back to school and he does like financial things now. <laughs> oh, wow. He got That's sober nice. then. Because he was a, he was a. Oh, yeah. That guy was a wreck. Yeah. No, oh. I met him in the loop days because I forget the DJ, but he used to be a roadie for them. Oh, and so, like, okay. they know each other. Was it? So when now he's, went to he's an accountant or something. You said. Wow. He just does like financial shit, like for Forbes. Like he writes things. Wow. Oh, oh! I figured he'd be kind of you know doing. You think he wrote accounts. a book? He wrote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got I mean, the little they... glasses on. He should. Mm. He should Tax have season. a business. He should have a business called Death in Taxes. All right. Like Guns and Roses. <laughs> get it? I... Do you yeah. get the joke? Yeah. Thank you. I think I broke my ass. All right. Um, <laughs> We're firing on all cylinders here. <laughs> really cooking with gas. What, what, what's the next uh, category? Uh, oh, yes. Slap. Before before I dig myself a deeper ditch, uh, next category is you're on stage. Oh, and this one's man. for Nick. Okay. All right. This is, a, this is a very interesting question, Nick. What writer has the most number one hits? What songwriter... Has the most number one hits. Is has the most a, number one hits. Okay. Yeah, number one hits. All right. And this is in the uh, yeah. This is no uh, confusion here with uh, you know one hit wonders. These are number ones, solid gold number ones. <laughs> All right. A, a Paul McCartney, B Madonna, C Barry Gibb, or D John Lennon. Most number one hits. What songwriter? Most number one hits just from songwriting. Yes. All right, it's uh, it's definitely not Madonna, because there was a portion of of her career when she didn't write any of her songs. I'm gonna say number one hits. I'm gonna say Barry Gibb. That is incorrect. Oh, it is Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Of course yeah, it Paul is. McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was too obvious. Esmeralda, wouldn't you think that was too obvious? Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> that's how I lost before. So. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's Paul McCartney. Of course, that makes sense. But that's why I thought it can't be Paul McCartney, because it's probably Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and also you would think that you know, for at least a portion of their career, Paul and John would have the same because they would always yeah. be co-credited well, or something. It's, like no, that's that. true. Except that uh, McCartney had more hits with Wings, right, 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 than Lennon did by himself. And that's not a re- you know, that's not a reflection on what's better or what's worse. I'm just saying. That Paul McCartney's solo stuff, there were more number one hits that Paul McCartney had with Wings and solo. You know what I mean? Then, mm. So, 
that you had to take that into account. So that's that's that, there you go. All right. Hey, we're tied still. It's a tight game. Esmeralda one to one. There you go. By the way, um, I was incorrect completely. It is uh, Duff McKagan who I met. Oh, <laughs> oh, the bass player. He's the bass player. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was the drummer. I don't okay, know no, because the drummer. I think the drummer, if I'm not mistaken, I think he might be dead. Um, no, he's still alive. Is he? But he because he was on that. He was on that Doctor Drew rehab show, and he was a mess. He was a. He's a still real kicking. Mess. Okay. All right. So you met uh, Slap, Slap, not Slap Slapley. We meet Duff. him every 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 Duff McKagan. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what, what's what's next for the question is for Esmeralda there slap yes. Mm-hmm. Uh yes yes okay. we're going to one it's her favorite category oh. one hit wonder which she doesn't understand what that she is. doesn't understand <laughs> fundamentally. I just have high um, standards for it but whatever. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Is, you by saying? the way, this is one of my favorite things about Esmeralda. There are a lot of things that I love about Esmeralda. <sighs> But I love that Esmeralda <laughs> does not acknowledge a song as a hit unless it goes to number one. I yeah. just It's it's absolutely mental. It's absolutely mental. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I'll never sure. understand it, but I appreciate you, Esmeralda. That's all I have mm-hmm. to say. All right. Uh one hit wonder in nineteen eighty three. This Ooh. one hit wonder made it to number ten with Far From Over. Who was it? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Nick knows who it is. You might want to, you might want to ask Norm Macdonald. Uh, yeah, well, you, you might, might have to. Yeah. <laughs> this one. God love him. All right, okay. here, here are your options. Here are your options. Is it A, Frank Stallone, B, Tommy Shaw, C, Kellen Anderson, or D, Rex Smith? And what was the name of the song? Far From Over. Far From Over. Number 10 in 1983. I'm going to go uh, Stallone. That is correct. That's Very good. good. Uh, absolutely. Very good. You tipped me off with the Yeah, Norm the Norm McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> you get that's right. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> you know, I, I, actually I did I, we did um once I did once talk to Frank Stallone on the phone. Very nice guy. Where, no. where, in what circumstance did you talk to Frank Stallone on the phone, Slap? Uh, well, uh, my good friend Tom. Yes, he, your good friend Tom. In, um, in, yeah. the, biz, in the business he works in, uh, once <laughs> set up an interview with Frank Stallone. And he, uh, he conferenced me in. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yes, I gave you yeah. Duff McKagan and none of you. Like, but Frank Stallone. Well, <laughs> come on. Frank Stallone, Frank Stallone is in Barfly, man. Yeah, He's in Barfly. Uh, He's that uh, who's going to pay for the goddamn drinks? He says that to Mickey Rourke in Barfly. Oh. For some reason, uh, Colin has bought a DVD of it. I know. Your boyfriend told me about that when we were on our date. Fantastic. And I believe Barfly it's in Creek Japanese. Film. Like, it's it's like a foreign Yeah, because it's version. impossible. It's it's a title that's very, di- it's very, yeah, very difficult to, to get. It is very difficult. Slap, you know he that, He only too, bought it because yes. he has not. I think he hasn't seen it or he hasn't seen it in a while. Well, either way, he's not going to be disappointed because that movie fucking rules. So, okay. <laughs> and Frank Stallone's in it. You could watch yes. Frank Stallone. Yeah. Say, I who's going to pay? Who's going to pay for the goddamn drinks? So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two, two to one, two to one. That's rolled as a head. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. It's a good, uh, good competition it's today. Slap, who's best friends uh, with uh, Frank Stallone? Yeah, me and Frank. You know. <laughs> yeah. We worked on that. Uh, we worked on that Rocky soundtrack together. Yes, and you that know. song was, but that song was not from a Rocky movie. It was not. No, 
Esmeralda, he had you, quite a career on his own. Do you know what movie that was no from? No idea. It was from Staying Alive, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever that Stallone directed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Terrible Oof. fucking movie. <laughs> so. mm. It is far from over. This is the one where they always show him doing the thrusts. Yes. They're in like a class or whatever. Yes. Yeah. No, that's no, that's perfect with Jamie Lee Curtis and, oh, and John Travolta. You're getting oh, your God. Travolta movie. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, that's perfect. With did a lot of Danson movies then, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's John Travolta. Come on. All right. It is far from over. Okay. What's... Have you got Have you got out of your system? You're done. I did. If this is the end... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ooh. There we go. All right. <laughs> uh, Nick, yeah. you are in the mosh pit. Oh, with, uh, with uh, uh, Sebastian Bach? Yeah, yeah, he's right there. He's <laughs> asking for you to kick him in the face. I will knock him on his ass. Okay. All right. Who had a live album titled Live and Loud? Live oh, and shit. Loud. Okay. I know. It's a little nondescript. Um, is it A, Alice Cooper, B, Ozzy Osbourne, C, Kiss, or D, Mark Bazzetta? <laughs> So was, a real I'm sorry. What was the first? What was the first one again? Alice Cooper. I mean, it's a dumb title, so I'm going to say Kiss. That is incorrect. Is it Alice Cooper? Is Ozzy Osbourne live what? and loud? Yeah. Is yeah. Mark Bazzetta a real person? <laughs> um, let me do a is little bit of fast internet research. Mark um, I don't know. I don't know. Live and loud. Uh, well, apparently well, he Nick, does. If you don't a, know. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot a Z. Um, but uh, Mark, there is a Mark Bazzetta who uh, does real estate in oh, Chicago. Okay. That's him. So. That's the guy. That's him. Oh wow! Yeah, he recorded yeah. some albums. I okay. I'm trying to picture okay. live and loud, I, and I don't know if that's live and loud. Is that that's got to be. Randy Rhodes or Zach? I mean, I don't it know. Would, it, no, it would have been uh, it would have been Randy Rhodes. There that, was that the name of the live album that he, Randy Rhodes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shit. I completely. I forgot guess it's about from '93. It's got to be. Well, it's got to be a 80. re-release then because yeah. he died much before '93. He died in the '80s. But um, well, it yeah. was released in June 28th of '93. Of '93. Yeah. That you know what they. But took, it is a live album, so it is. yeah, they probably a live album with a dead guy on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first one. No, it would not. So that's the first round, right? <laughs> that's the first round there, folks. Esmeralda. Let's get a check of the score. All right. Thank you, Slap. Uh, Esmeralda has two, and I have one. Boy, we're really both, like, sucking it up today, Esmeralda. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I love the enthusiasm, really. Uh, it really ties the show together. I would rather be together. winning, but, you know. Okay. Well, you are winning. You are winning. You've oh, wait, got I two. am? Oh, I am. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. winning. Yes. So can we, can we get a little something? A little, oh, right, because you didn't win this, this question. Okay. <laughs> right. No, it's two to one, and you're ahead. Have you ever Good. been on a game show before? Uh, you know, no. Be no, I haven't. Oh, I'll give you asthma. I'll give you asthma. That's, probably, that's right. probably why I've never been on one. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you're too... Come on. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Pay to attention. Be, beat the producer of this show with a stick. This is unbelievable. Uh, okay. I'm supposed to get the lively ones there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh the my ones that God. talk out all the, the, the answers? Yes. that The ones who, when they get called up to the uh, showcase showdown, they're just just shaking with excitement. And they, and they tackle Bob Barker and kill yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> 
And they tell That's him, I, I, will, I will not spay anew to my animals, you old bag. I won't right. do it. When I get home, there's going to be 75 puppies in a closet when I get home, so fuck oh off. God. Uh, <laughs> this is really taking an interesting turn. <laughs> this is a strange bit. This is a very strange bit. Oh, Jesus. God. Oh, oh All right. Okay, well, we're going to go over to Nick now. It's yeah. his turn to yeah. get into the 80s. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, here we go. The 80s. What Neil Diamond song oh. was inspired by the film E.T.? Okay. All right. All right. Let's, yeah. let's give you the options here. Right. Hello Again, <laughs> Yesterday's Songs, Hot Light, or America? Okay, it is. Uh, it's it's you, you. It's heart light, but you said hot light, hot um, hot light. Yes, <laughs> yeah. hot light. That's how you say it. Hot. Okay, it's it's yes, it's heart light. That's the that's what. The. Do you want me to say it in my American accent? Say it with your American accent. Heart light. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. That one yes, we that's understand. My, that's my guess. Is heart light. That is correct. That is very good. Hey. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Hi, I'm Carrie Russell, yeah, and I right. love Nick's show. Get out! Didn't lock the door. I, I did get that right. I can't lock her out there. I, you know, <laughs> she's just sitting out there. She just sits know, out there what, on, twiddle, on a twiddling thumbs on a, on a yeah. lawn chair, and she reads. Uh, she reads. <laughs> a, she reads the books out there. She's. She reads oh, books. Yes. So very well read, read, Carrie Russell. Currently reading Rosemary's Baby. By Ira Levin. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> the only reason I said that is because I watched it late last night on cable. That's the only reason I said that. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> it's such a good she movie. She heard you watching She heard it. me watching it. I wouldn't let her in. She's like, I love that movie. I'm reading the book. And let so, me in. Yeah. So then she got the... No, she went and got the book. Got the book. So she's exactly. like, look at Nick. That's right. He wouldn't let me watch the goddamn movie. And now I'm going to read the book on his porch. All right. Oh, boy. Right. May we all never meet Carrie Russell oh, because gonna it's going to be real weird if she ever does my show. <laughs> all right, all right, we're tied at two. All right, all right Slap. Are you a fan two. of Rosemary's Baby, Slap? I I absolutely am. I do yeah. love Rosemary's Baby. Um, big fan of John Cassavetes. Yeah, yes. he's a wonderful, wonderful man. Quite good in that. Ruth Gordon won an Academy Award for it. Yep. Ra- uh, Ralph okay. Bellamy as the most jagoff doctor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right, we're tied at two. All right, Esmeralda, get this one right. You pull ahead like a like a maniac. All right, the nineties. The nineties is where we're at right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. What rapper had the Smash album Regulate? Regulate. Was it A. N.W.A. B. Eminem. C. Warren G. Or D. Kev Dog. What I can rapper? believe Kev Dog's a real name. Um, I'm going with Warren G. That is correct. Okay, good. That I got scared Warren for a G. second. <laughs> yeah, you Warren thought it was going to be Kev Dog. Kev well, Dog. first I was like, is this some weird trick question? I mean, I know Warren G is on regulators, but... <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's regulate. Yeah, see what happens there. Oh, Warren G. Whatever oh. happened to him? I remember his brother, Warren G. I think Harding. he died. <laughs> is Warren G dead? I think he. I think he did. We should ask Fred Ward if he's seen him. Uh, oh no, he is uh, not. 
Okay, he's not sorry. Dead. I didn't think he was dead. <laughs> the rumors of his death have been greatly Hello. exaggerated. That's exactly right. Oh, All Nate right. Dog. Nate Dog. Nate is, Dog uh, is dead. Yeah, yes, thinking, he's, yes, you're thinking of Nate, Nate Dog, dog or Kev Head. What? No, Kev Head's a completely Kev different. Dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, a fan wow. base. That's a completely different. <laughs> wow. Uh, what are you goofy? Has no one right. has no one <laughs> taken Kev Dog? Someone should take Kev Dog as a Kev Dog as a as a rapper name. That's yeah. pretty good. Why not? Yeah, not Kev bad. Dog. Kev I'm Kev Dog. I figured that would be Kevin <laughs> Federline's name or something. You know? Kev Dog. Kev uh, Dog. When was the last time somebody thought of Kevin Federline? Me. Oh no, people think about him all the time. Ago. They yeah. do. <laughs> Britney. Be- well, because Britney. Britney's back. Yeah. yeah. So you know. Is back. Okay. It is Britney. With Britney bitch. always comes Kevin Federline. That's true. I mean, they have children together. That's the, right. They're, so they're See? stuck. So, yeah. They're, st- they're stuck together for life. <laughs> What a terrible person to be stuck with. Oh, man. Kevin, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Good job, Esmeralda. You're up three to two. All right. Uh, Nick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your category is real name time. Oh, Forget these, about these, Kev Dog. You know? These are the ones. Yeah. These are the ones, by the way. Would you agree with me on Esmeralda? These are the ones that we most. This category is the one where we do the most, like, just flat out guessing. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, remember when you used to, when we did that once? And I had to come up with names for celebrities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't doing too well there either. So no, you, is it? <laughs> this isn't, I got choices fact. on this one. The yins are a jag off. It's genetic. That's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. What was what was the late Andy Gibbs birth name? What was his actual birth name? Don't think too hard on this one. Mm-hmm. Was it A, John Andrew Gibb, B, Randall Lee Gibson, C, Andrew Roy Gibb, or D, Gibson Thomas Andrews? <laughs> I who, who the hell came up with the choices here? Um, I my guess would be would be what what was the second one? Randall Lee Gibson. Oh no, C. C, Andrew Roy Gibb. <laughs> yes. Is that your final answer? Yes. yes. And that is correct. That is very good. So there's not... Uh, that one's a, a pretty terrible one. You know, being that there are so many damn musicians that have changed their names completely. Yeah. And then they give you the one where it's just, what was it, Andrew Roy Gibb? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But except except that, like, you, you know that that's his real last name because the Bee Gees are all brothers Gibb. So you exactly. know that that's yeah, his exactly. real last name. So it's not. It's that's, not that's, it wasn't that's, a good one. I got an easy one. I got people for the record. <laughs> that's it's not your fault, slap. But you might want to slap somebody. Uh, oh, trust me, I plan on it. I plan on slapping a few people today. There's a there's a long list of those who need to be slapped. That's right. Oh my god! Tied at three. Oh, slap! Yeah. I can't stand the tension. Slap! Neither How many do you I. usually slap in a day? Um, usually I'm up to about five. That's the quota. At least five oh, wow. slaps. But there's always some guy that comes along, some some jagaloon that comes along that needs a good slapping. <laughs> Is it per person, or what if you slap him twice? Does that count? no? Uh, no, that's just those are just extra slaps. You, do you just do you just try Ooh, to go? Okay. Uh, 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 but you you try to slap as many people as you have fingers on one hand. Is that? I guess that's how it works. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my metric. For, I mean, that's what my father did. Uh, his father. <laughs> His father before him. That is quite a legacy slap. Yeah, we, you know, my my great grandfather once slapped Winston Churchill right across the face. Uh oh. Oh no! Oh no! 
Oh, no, it did. Oh, wait, I got to get him back now. Uh, how many times do right, I have sorry. to tell you? Sorry. How sorry. many times? Did you that mentioned... take you back to where Kate Bush was? Did... Yeah, I, I did. I, I quickly said hello. She's thoroughly enjoying the movie right. of the summer, Top it, Gun Maverick. It was in the, she was in the, the middle of the, of the shirtless beach football game. Uh, yes, was, I think yeah. she'll be writing an album called Maverick in, a, in <laughs> oh, next year Christ. or so. Oh, God. All right. Um, what, where are we at? Three to three. Is it my, my question now? or what's No, the... it is Esmeralda's question. Okay. Mm-hmm. And guess what, Esmeralda? What? You're on stage. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yes, that's what it sounds like when a person is on stage. That's it. I just felt that one. That, that was very, I felt like it made sense. Yeah. Well, it, stage clearly, and then guitars. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Esmeralda, you're on stage. Synchronicity was the oh. album. What group won the oh. 1983 Best Rock Performance Grammy for that album? Come on, what the? F- do you want? Do you want the the, the options here, Esmeralda? Or do you just have? It? Uh, yes, just for funsies. Let's just see. for funsies. I, I All think right. I'm. I'm a, I know. I know. But. All right, Synchronicity, 1983 Best Rock Performance. What band was it? Was it A. The Cars, B. The mm. Police, C. Mm. Van Halen. Or D, mm. Spinal Tap. Oh, at least they're all real ones. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about the last one. I'm going to go with the police. Well, that's, yes, but you know, no, they could right. still Was, win things. The police is correct. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Uh, that was my band, man. They their, mm-hmm. their albums, they existed essentially as a band between 1979 and 1983. And that is; those are the years I went to high school. So my entire four years of high school were dominated by the police. Greatest band ever. Oh, wow. I bet you, I bet you heard a lot of people t- saying to you, uh, don't stand so close to me, Nick. <sighs> yeah, that's, uh, there we are. Very nice. Very nice. Well chuffed at that one. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh, what's oh, what's God. next? I need to retire. Uh, one hit wonder. Nick, oh, you, the the category that you actually that you definitely understand. I understand. I understand this category fully. This category. Fully All right. In 1984, what heavy metal band had a lone hit with "We're Not Gonna Take It"? That was their only hit. Uh, according to this, uh, and this wow. is copyright 2001, so it's a little out All of right. date. About 20 odd years out of date. Yeah. All right. I don't um, do, do we you don't have to give me the unless there's something I mean, funny there's some in the in... there's some good ones. Okay, in go, ahead. go Why ahead. Why not? Why not? Uh was it A Winger? <laughs> B Quiet Riot. Uh, C yeah. The Meadow Muffins. What? Or D Twisted <laughs> Sister. The Meadow Muffins. The Meadow Muffins. Um a Winger is not the correct answer, but it it, it always makes me think of the uh, Beavis and Butthead, um, which, by the way, the trailer for the new movie is out. Oh, my God. It's going to be the greatest movie ever made. It's going to be the greatest <laughs> movie of all time. The new Beavis and Butthead oh, wow. movie. Uh, Full length movie on Paramount Plus. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do Earth. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the greatest movie ever. And I, why am I blanking on the kid's name who wears the winger shirt? Um, shit. 
Uh, oh, anyway, um, uh, the kid, the, the the dork who hangs out with him, who wears the winger shirt. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I'm blanking on it. But anyway, the the correct answer is Twisted Sister, and I thought they had more than one hit, though. I I, I guess not. I guess okay. they didn't really chant that much. But D. Snyder was popular enough to go speak at Congress and That's tell Tipper Gore what for. That's right. All That's right. right. So Ooh. there we got there. We're tied at four. Oh, by so the way, Meadow Muffins is a, uh, a now-closed uh, restaurant in uh, Colorado Springs. Uh-huh. And it's also a slang term for uh, essentially cows pooping. Oh, okay. like, like A uh, meadow muffin? Like cow chips. It's like meadow muffins. Yes. Co- okay, I get yes. it. All right. All right, now this is a big one, Slap, because Esmeralda and I are tied at four. This is the last question. Correct. Mm. So, Esmeralda, mm. if you get this right... You get to hang out with Fred Ward and Ray Liotta in my car. <laughs> in your what was it? 1986. Gray 1986 Ford Escort. Cool. Hatchback. Don't fuck around. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Cannot wait. All right, Slap, can you handle the pressure? Um, I've, I, I'm trembling. <laughs> it sounds like I'm, it. I'm covered in sweat. I'm verklempt. All right. This is this is a good one. This is a good one, Esmeralda. I'm actually, I quite like this. So your category is mosh pit. All right. Mm-hmm. Which appears to just be kind of a potpourri category. It's just kind of whatever. Okay. Um, okay. So what do headliners, the B-52s and R.E.M. have in common besides their great musical success? Oh, come on now. Is it, is it A, they use the same therapist... Wow. B, they hail from Athens, Georgia. C, they all bathe in carrot juice. Or D, they all attended BYU, Brigham Young University. No, oh, that would uh that would be uh-huh. interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, no, they're all from Athens, Georgia. Yes. That is correct. And we have a winner. Oh man. Woo! Hi, I'm Carrie Russell and yeah, I, I, know, I love Nick's show. Thank well, you, Esmeralda, uh, I'm right outside here, they're going to drive and pick you up, but my, I left my car, and Fred Ward's behind the wheel, and Ray Liotta's in the back seat, and you get to hang out with two Great. really cool dead guys. Do you, do you, is there anything, uh, do you have a potpourri hanging from the, from the <laughs> mirror or anything? Yeah, uh, yeah, it smells like it smelled when I got rid of the car in 1999, so uh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> It smells like it smells wait. like 1999. So it smells like insane. Mm. I guess that's what it smells like. <laughs> so, well, nice. uh, that, congratulations, Esmeralda. And uh, thank you. You know, thank I mean, you. please give my love to Fred Ward and to Ray Liotta. Seriously, uh, two of my favorite people ever who passed away this past couple of weeks. Slap. Were you upset about Fred Ward? You had to be. Yes. Oh yes, um, big fan of him in a variety of projects. But I first came to know Fred in the absolute classic Tremors. Classic, mm. I lo- yeah, classic love- Tremors. He's so good in Tremors. The, the, the one, he's great in everything. He oh, here's the thing about Fred Ward: made every movie he was in better. He made yeah. every movie he was in better. And I, the one that I go to all the time for people who might not know, Miami Blues, uh, where he oh, plays yes. yeah. Hulk Mosley, best performance Alec Baldwin has ever given, ever, um, and Jennifer Jason Lee in that directed by the brilliant George Armitage. I go to that one. And then Ray Liotta passes away last week, um, and that's fucking sad, too. So, But anyway, you get to hang out with him, Esmeralda, in my, in my Ford. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. All right, Slap, you're the best, man. Thank you so much. Oh, please. It's been my pleasure. For as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be on the Nick D show. Oh, so man. Pulling out nice a good fellas, man. This is the man right here. The man. Well, listen, uh, hang out there for a second because I got some plugs to do. It's Nick DeGilio. This is the Nick D podcast. Be a part of it. Voicemails, please. We want to hear from you. 773-417-6948. Drop us an email with any, con- any questions or anything like that. NickDPodcast at gmail.com. By the way, use, those, that, use that phone number and those email addresses to a- ask your questions to Herb Weissbaum, the consumer man, and Tom Appel, the card guy, because the next episode that we do on Tuesday is for the people, and they will answer all your questions. Uh, my thanks to birthday boy Jason Skaggs. My thanks to Slap and Esmeralda, you rule the planet, as always. Um, check out RadioMisfits.com and rate and review us on every single platform, and we will see you on Tuesday for For the People. Uh, once again, thanks, uh, everybody, and uh, and uh, listen to us on uh, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>